We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. A lot going on in the world of the NBA. We've got another playoff matchup all set. We're going to break that down. We'll talk a little Celtics and Bucks. We've got some news to get into first. And I guess where we should start, Nikola Jokic. We don't know for sure if he's the MVP or not. I think he's probably going to be. But we do know that he's going to get a lot of money this summer and did confirm that he will sign that deal with the Denver Nuggets. Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. Uh, No drama here, really. Nikola Jokic, they get eliminated by the Golden State Warriors, and he just says, yeah, I'll sign the Supermax. Like, no big deal. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, clearly this will be offered the minute they are able to. It'll be, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already printed up and just needs, or, or typed up, I should say, and just needs some figures thrown in uh, as they know them. And then, then he'll sign that. He, just to be clear, he's got one more year left yeah. under contract at $33.6 million for next year. But so this will kick in after that. So when they do that, they'll be able to add four years onto his deal. So it'll look a lot like what Joel Embiid did uh, a couple years ago. So um, yeah, that, that's where where that'll go. So yeah, he's he's going to be in in Denver long long term. And and how this will work is they'll they'll put it at whatever the max salary is. Uh, he's already eligible to jump the tier because of winning mm-hmm. MVP last year. So he'll jump up the tier um, to, to the top tier a couple years earlier than he should have. And then that, that'll be where it is. And that my guess is that'll take him through the vast majority of his career. Um, not that he's you know close to done by any means. I mean, this guy's still winning MVPs and you know, he's only 27, but it's uh, but yeah, it'll, this will have him covered well through his uh, primes. Prime now, this years. is something that's that's interesting to me is that the the max tiers, these the max players, these guys have a percentage of the cap. That's what their salary is. Correct. So, if you've got a guy like Nikola Jokic, and then the new TV TV deal comes in while he's still on that contract, and he's getting a percentage of like he could see not not just a, the NBA revenue wise would see a boost, but these guys that are on these kinds of deals that. His salary could go up significantly when that happens. Pending when that pops in, that that's the the, the challenge. If it pops in later, then because this deal will start with the twenty three twenty four season, I think the TV money might be the next year. I mm. think I'm not entirely sure. I'd have to go back and, and research that. But yeah, it's it. What, what it could end up doing is he could end up being kind of 
underpaid ah. compared to what some other stars are going to get, right? Because if it starts and it's locked in, it doesn't adjust. Because oh, then okay. it's See, I, I thought it would in. adjust to what yeah. the new revenue was. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Nope. So the first year salary will be 35% of the cap, but that'll be 23 24 if that new TV money, which I, I think kicks in 24 25, um, kicks in then. So we'll, we'll see. Now, we're going to have some CBA negotiations coming and things like that, too. So maybe they, they do change some language there. We've seen uh, some grandfathering of stuff happen. We've seen them allow extensions differently. So maybe they would allow a reworking or something mm -hmm. like that. But but regardless, he's going to make a whole lot of money and be in Denver for the foreseeable yes. future. And great news for the Nuggets. And they've already shown a willingness to spend yeah. to keep this team around. So, you know what? Yep. Here we go. Nikola Jokic, stick it. Three players next year will make at least – $30 million on the Nuggets. So Jokic, Murray, and Porter. Uh, and then they've got Aaron Gordon at 19, uh, Will Barton at 14. So so they're, they're in, you know, in a couple smaller but still good-sized deals. So they're, they're going to be up over the tax, which is not a place they've, they've generally been. But that's such as the price of building a good team. And I think with those guys back, they'll probably fancy themselves as a uh, finals contender. I believe so. Uh, some good news. Devin Booker. On, on the men. Yeah. He'll be back. The Suns could certainly use him. I We've been saying this. I think that they still handle the Pelicans even without him. Right now up 3-2 in the series. <laughs> Despite them not handling them No, very not easily. easily but yes, but we, I mean, I think they get through. I think yes. they get through. Um, yeah. But Devin yeah. Booker back soon could even be back next game. So I think that's, that's important. Not just for this series, but for moving forward that you get him back, get him sure. ramped up. And ready to go. Uh, but I, again, if I'm if yep. I'm the Suns, I'm also being very cautious here because hamstring injury injuries. We know they're notorious for lingering. Yeah, that that's the the challenge, right? You you have to get the timing right. You you don't want to wait too long because then maybe you're in a series you didn't expect to be in. But you also don't want to wait get bring them back too early because then the, we see a lot of times guys aren't right and they end up right back on the shelf. So uh, that that that's the important thing here for for the Suns. This is also my guess is there's there's some thought maybe he plays in Game Six uh, tonight. We're recording this on Thursday, so maybe some thought he gets back uh, for Game Six on Thursday um but if not then then for a potential game seven or game one of the next round uh but you'd like to close out tonight and not have to go go that route let him you know if you could close out tonight that's probably the best get him a couple more days of rest and then go from there and then, then you see where the um the, their uh, opponent series goes with, with that one but yeah it's uh we're we're, we're, we're gonna find out you know, a little bit here, you know, going, going forward with Devin Booker. We'll know a little bit later today. That's right. Be interesting to see what happens there. Hopefully he is good to go. It's always nice to see players get back from injury. There is another injury that I want to get into, but first I don't want to forget to mention this. We are going to be doing our own play-by-play -play during some playoff games. Now you've yeah. heard of the Manning cast. This is going to be the front office cast. <laughs> I'll put the link in it. the description for this video here over on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast version, just go check out the YouTube video. And the link is going to be in the description for our room. And you can come join us over on Playback. Keith and I will actually be live doing play-by-play -play for some of the these games. And Realistically, our play-by-play, -play, it'll probably uh, devolve into some of our typical conversation as well. We're not going to call every single moment, but the cool thing is you can watch the entire game directly with us. It's a lot of fun over on Playback. If you're coming over from Lakers Nation, you've seen us do this for Lakers games in the past. Now we're doing it for front office. I believe we're going to start things off with Grizzlies and Wolves tomorrow night. 
So that'll be a lot of fun. Come join us for that. You can chat directly with us while we are all watching the game together. And again, we're all on the same feed. So it's a ton of fun. Again, use the link in the description below. Go get into the room early. These rooms are capped, but Keith and I will be on there tomorrow night doing Grizzlies versus Wolves. So highly recommend that you guys come check us out for that for the front office cast. And pending how the game goes, right, we'll take questions about all sorts yep. of stuff. So, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have a lot of fun with this and uh, figure it out. It's it's new for us, so or at least very new for me. I know you've done a couple um, for, for Lakers games. So, yeah, but we're going to have some fun with this and, and have fun and no better game absolutely. than Grizzlies-Timberwolves because that series has been absolutely bonkers. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. So I, I can't wait to do that one. All right, let's talk a little bit about a team that just got eliminated by the Bucs, the Chicago Bulls. Zach Levine, unfortunately, is going to have to undergo offseason surgery. Uh, I don't think that this isn't going to affect his free agent market at all, though. I mean, he's still, I, I would expect him to stay with the Bulls. But, um, but yeah, no, you're not great. The Bulls get eliminated, and now we find out that Zach Levine's going under, gonna to undergo surgery here. Yeah, it's... Did, there's now been some kind of after the fact reporting that has come out along the lines of, you know, this was worse than he was letting on. He was playing through things and those kind of things. And that's that the, unfortunately the, and it kind of seemed like that's where this was oh. heading. He just never really fully looked right. So I do, um, you know, think this is going to be a, uh, uh, you know, major challenge, um, for, you know, uh, Zach Levine and rough time, you know, awful timing because, they are he's right headed into free agency deal major payday i don't think it's going to impact anything if you're going to give him the max before you're going to give him the max anyway but but definitely you know uh you know not not great for him but my guess is he still gets whatever he was going to get from the bulls they keep that team together and uh you know move it forward for at least one more year because i think there's a sense with the bulls i'm curious to see if you you agree or not this season feels a little incomplete because by the time they get to the playoffs, you know, they didn't have Lonzo for basically the whole second half of the year. They were without Caruso for a lot of the year. Levine was banged up. It was just a lot on Darusin and Vucevic's shoulders. So I just I kinda kinda feel like if you're the Bulls, you feel like, uh, we saw, you know, where this went, but then it went like or we saw how this could go, I guess. But then it kind of went sideways on them. So I, I just feel like it's almost an incomplete year. It really is. I mean, injuries derailed this team. This was, I mean, at the beginning of the season, we were looking at this team and saying, this is one of the most fun teams in the NBA. They were flying up and down the court. Their offense was crisp. Everything was great. And it just they just couldn't sustain it. And I think injuries were a major part of that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on this team for next season. But I am really curious, and I'm sure all the players are too, to see what they could be if they had full health. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's that, That's it. You know, you hope for better health next yep. year and, and get back at it with a re-signed Levine and flesh out your depth a little bit differently around around your main guys and, and off you go and then, you know, see, see, see where it takes you because this was one of the better teams in yep. the league uh, before the injuries hit. All right. Uh, the Pistons are hoping to re-sign Marvin Bagley to a weirdly specific three-year deal. Um, <laughs> not a surprise that they that they want to keep him. I mean, this was a move that they sure. made a high upside move, low risk move mm-hmm. for the Pistons. But a three-year deal that coming back coming out already, and it's not like it's a you know four-year deal or you know it's uh, three years specifically. It's a, it just strikes me as a little odd. Yeah. So this when when we hear something. You either hear we're going to re-sign a mm-hmm. guy or you hear we're going to re-sign a guy to a max deal or, you know, a four-year contract, you know, as many years as we can, whatever it becomes. Saying three years to me leads to, and, and I'm not trying to start a whole tampering <laughs> nonsense. He's their own free agent. They have conversations if they want. Um, it leads me to believe there's already something in place. And there's a secondary reason I believe that. Because to keep Marvin Bagley on their books, just keep his free agent rights, whether they make him restricted or not, that's a $28 million cap hold, and that eats up all their flexibility. If they already have, hey, we're going to do a, I'm just making the numbers up, but a three-year, $30 million deal with a first-year salary of you know $9 million-ish, then what the Pistons can do is they then, for them to say, all right, we've got you locked in at that re-sign him as soon as it's open removes that big cap hold or yep. they could even renounce him fully to your spending and then no they've got that deal. and then then sign him using cap space if that's the way they wanted to go but one way or the other my guess is they've already got something lined up here because i think marvin bagley maybe found a home in, in detroit he played pretty well mm-hmm. with the pistons so so that's that's where i think this one's headed in terms of order of operations does it matter really if they if they use cap space or if they just sign him right off the bat like if they wait nope. if they renounce him and wait versus nope. I mean, they're going to be under the cap does it matter which route they go depends on what else yeah. they're doing and what else you have to line up but not in general yeah. no well, if that's the route you're going, it doesn't really matter just whether you because he's taken up the same salary slot anyway. Those things matter if it's a guy who's coming off like a super tiny yeah. cap hold, then you wait and you sign Correct. that guy last because you let that little cap hold sit. In this case, he's going to take up the, the amount of space he wants to take up. The whole idea is just you got to get that $28 million cap hold off the books one way or another so that way you're you're moving moving forward you know in the direction of all right let's get this guy you know signed and locked up and bring him back so so you know we'll we'll, we'll see but you know and it may, maybe it's an even lower number you know maybe it's seven or eight million and then you know that's you know just adds to the pistons cap space but this tells me the reporting around a three-year deal <laughs> is it's just so specific that i gotta believe there's already something kind of laid out sure. in place yeah absolutely uh, okay, CJ McCollum wants to retire with the Pelicans, and I, I, <laughs> I liked your little pause there. It was like, wait, somebody's like, wait, wants, wants to retire. To retire? <laughs> Period. The end. He's retiring. <laughs> no, he's he is not just retire. He wants to retire with the Pelicans. And when I saw this, I first went, he's not that old. Um, so that I mean, it just tells you that he's going to stay long term, mm-hmm. and 
so CJ McCollum obviously likes where he's at with the Pelicans, likes what they've got going there. And again, they've even if, let's say this series ends, right? Tonight, the series is over and the Suns send the Pelicans home. It still, I think, was a pretty successful playoff run sure. for for the Pelicans. I think they've shown yep. a lot. They've left left the Suns kind of reeling at a few points. There were some moments where they put a little bit of fear into the best team in the NBA over the course of the regular season. So there's a yep. lot they could walk away from this from feeling good about. And so CJ McCollum saying, hey, I want to stay here. I want to commit long-term. I want to retire as a Pelican. Like those types of things, those are positive things for an organization that just a couple seasons ago didn't look like one where a lot of players would want to go play. Well, it's also very, very important to send a message to other players on the Pelicans, Zion Williamson, maybe, perhaps, of like, hey, I'm going to be here. And like Brandon Ingram is signed long term. Uh, they gave Valanchunas the extension um, and, and have him coming back. Uh, Larry Nance, they've got for another year. They've got uh, you know, the guys that they hit on, Herb Jones, and then Jose Alvarado off his two away. So they, they They've really got some of their building blocks in place. And McCollum saying, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." It's also a little interesting. He's got two more years left on his on his current extension anyway. Mm -hmm. So this would start with the 24-25 season. But it really is one of those things where I think, "Hey, I'm just letting everybody know if you sign a new contract that's going to take you out, you know, four, five, six years um, after you 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 ink that deal, I'm going to be here." Uh, I will be yeah. here with, with you. And that that's important, you know, I think for, for a franchise like the Pelicans to have that kind of buy-in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it is important, and I think it's a good sign for them moving forward. I think McCollum has fit very well with them, and uh, I'm curious to see what he can look like partnering with Zion Williamson, throw Ingram into the mix. They've Agreed. got other pieces there, too. Could be pretty good. Yep. Could be pretty good. All right. Keith, you want to do it? Let's get into uh, to your next series Let's here, Celtics and Bucks. It is now official. We also know that Chris Middleton will be out for the entire series. That's a big blow for the Milwaukee Bucks. So why don't we just go to you off the off the top on this before I give my thoughts, uh, since you're the, the Celtics guy here, even though I am supporting you wearing a green shirt today. <laughs> Maybe it's Bucks green. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it, 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 it does lean more Bucks Ooh. green color, but it's okay. But we'll take it. In any event, Celtics Bucks uh, going against Giannis Antetokounmpo, perennial MVP candidate, multi-time MVP. How are you feeling going into this series? Yeah, uh, for the Celtics, they, they catch a break here with Chris Middleton being out. There's no other way to put it. He is the Bucks. I, I, people look at me a little weird when I say this. Giannis is obviously the Bucks' best creator of everything, but he just uh, Giannis does it like a bulldozer, right? A bulldozer is going to create a hole, create space. It's going to create whatever it needs. That's Giannis. Middleton is their guy. You throw the ball to, he's going to get you an off the dribble shot or something like that. Um, Drew Holiday is good at that. He's not as good as it is Chris Middleton is, especially looking to score for himself. If you look at and watch the Bucks historically, late clock, Middleton's the guy who gets the ball with under five yep. on the shot clock and has to find something, whether it's a shot for himself or a driving kick or whatever it is. So that is a massive loss because what they'll do, I don't know the big against the Bulls without him. They went with uh, Bobby Portis in his place in the mm -hmm. starting group. I don't know that you can do that against Boston because Boston can match that size because of how big Jason Tatum is on the wing. And as well as Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart can defend any of those guys too uh, in their switching system. So I think 
they're going to have to go to one of the shooters, uh, whether it be Pat Connaughton in there or Grayson Allen in, in that starting group. Um, I think that's where you have to go and hope Holiday and Giannis can create enough for you and you kind of rebalance yourself in that way. Um, I think this is – I already thought this series was going to be a rock fight. I think it's going to be an even rockier rock fight, I guess. I, I don't know the best <laughs> way to put that. But this might be a throwback. We might see some 95-90 scores and those kind of things because these are two very good defensive yeah. teams. And I think Milwaukee knows the way we're, we're going to have to do this is we're going to have to slow this down because I just don't know how they're going to create enough offense. So when you can't struggle to create offense, you shorten the game by eliminating possessions. Yeah, and that's going to be the the challenge for the Bucs without Middleton is they, they rely on him so much to be that bail-them-out guy if possession's not going well. And, and for most teams in the NBA – that is your star, right? That's the guy. Mm-hmm. Like if the Lakers are struggling with possession, the ball goes to LeBron James. If if the, the Mavs yep. are struggling, right? They're, they're just not creating. The ball goes to Luka. Luka, this is your job to create yep. this shot with four seconds left or, or whatever. That's not really the way the Bucs operate. So it'll be interesting nope. to see how they, they try to get around that. But when I'm looking at this series, I think it really comes down to Number one, what does Boston do against Giannis? And I think they've got the personnel with Al Horford and Robert Williams back to kind of, you know, to quote what Stan Van Gundy, build an effing wall, right? They can they can do that um, at the rim. Is Giannis's three-point shot hitting? If that, obviously that's a game changer if it is, but if it's not, I think Boston has the pieces to make things difficult on him in the interior. And then on the flip side, do the Bucks have the wing defenders to deal with yeah. Tatum and Brown, I think you can deal with one of them. You could use perhaps Giannis on one of them, but do you have somebody who can take the other one? I think that's going to be a big question mark. Like Wes Matthews, is he a guy that you can rely on to do that? He's only 6'4". Does he really have the size to, to do yep. something like that? Bobby Portis, can he switch out effectively? I think that's going to be a big question mark for this series as well because that's one area in terms of just pure wing defenders. Obviously, we look at Antetokounmpo, but without Middleton, do they have the wing defense necessary to slow down those guys? And I I don't know that they do. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that that's the other side of losing Middleton. He's a very good defender um, with good size. And, and you're absolutely right. That's We saw when the Nets put Bruce Brown on Jason Tatum, Tatum went to work inside. Yep on him then, it, then he became much more of a driver that's my guess is that's what he'll do against wesley matthews as well as he'll just go go to work on him. not drew holiday can take one of those guys but then you're on the risk of the same thing that the nets ran into is then you're stashing grayson allen who also starts a lot of the times so um, when he does or he plays quite a bit you're running the risk of now we got to play him on one of the bigs and then that becomes a problem it's that's where the celtics get you they, they kind of get you in rotation with with stuff because it's they, they don't give you a lot of outs they, they don't have easy outs for guarding or for any of those things so i think the challenge becomes for the for the box is how, how do we how do we 
rebalance ourselves to get the these things in position and and i think that's that's going to be the, the thing on both ends of the floor i i just think i was gonna i i was leading boston anyway in the series and i was leading boston in seven before the middleton news i'm now going to pick boston in five yeah i think they're going to lock up the box enough offensively they're going to struggle and i think the celtics will find enough offense because the other thing is the Bucks are back to that drop coverage style with Brook Lopez. They're just gonna switch, switch, and then attack him and get get. They're, they're content to pull up for those mid range pull up jumpers, and it's it's gonna be really hard. So that that's that's gonna be my pick is Celtics in five. I just and it's not that I'm that confident. I, I just I just don't see how Milwaukee creates enough offense in this series. That was my take as well. Was also to go Boston in five. Um... And it's not necessarily that I don't believe in the Bucs or anything. This is a championship team. I think they they can get it done here. But, I, I mean, the, the big problem that they've got is without Middleton, if you are, you're either too big or you're too small. You're one or the other. If you've got Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis out of the court like they did against the Bulls, you're too big and you're going to get circles run around you and you're going to get switch hunted and you're going to be in trouble there. If you bring in anybody else... It's Javon Carter, Pat Connaughton, Grayson Allen. You're too small. You're too small now. And so yeah. no matter what, you've got a matchup problem. No matter what rotation, what lineup you turn to, it could turn out that Giannis is just so good that it doesn't matter. But yeah. but I I tend to think that's not how this is going to play out. And so, again, I'm going going Celtics in, in five in this. Yeah, that is the, that is the fear, yeah. is that... Giannis is going to have one of those all-time series and really kind of carry guys and do his thing. I I think this is one where we look back and we all collectively say, man, Giannis dominated that, but it seems to lost and that, you know, it is what yeah. it is. And, you know, off we went. So, yeah, I, I that, that, that's my pick. But, yeah, that, that's where I think we're headed. All right. Well, Front runners. I will have far more in-depth thoughts on Celtics blog if anybody <laughs> wants to follow beyond you know, our minutes here, but we're, we're kind of up against time sure. today. Yeah. Front runners, give us your thoughts on that series in the comments down below. Once again, I'll drop the link for our, our room for tomorrow night for Grizzlies versus Wolves. Make sure you come join us there. Once again, get in early because they do cap the room. So come join us and you'll be able to watch the game directly. Don't need to have your TV on, your phone on, or any of that. You can watch the game directly with us in this room and we'll be talking all throughout the game taking your questions comments it's going to be a lot of fun on the front office cast till next time everybody trevor yeah. trevor draft nfl draft today eat your pancakes that's right you pancake eat your pancakes. Eating them <laughs> nfl draft today a little little aside for anybody else who like me is a new england patriots fan it was just released their estimated time of their first pick is 10 50 p.m oh. so you'll be able to go to bed probably around 11 p.m knowing the patriots have traded, traded back, back and out of the first <laughs> round entirely because that is what they mm -hmm. do so but eat your pancakes then I'll clean it up there and leave the quote clean the rest of the way. <laughs> Vontae Mack, no matter what. Everybody enjoy the NFL draft tonight. I know I'm going to. There is some NBA basketball on as well that we'll be checking out. Oh, and yeah. That's going to be a thing as well. But uh, let's go Raptors. We all want to see this. We all want to see this game seven. Let's go Raptors. Let's get this done. Mm -hmm. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe.